You're listening to Meet the RIA. In this special podcast edition of the show, you'll get expert insight from some of the top registered investment advisors in the country. Here's your host, Jenna Dagenhart, and today's special guest, Jason Jackman, President and Chief Investment Officer at Johnson Investment Council. Jason, thanks for joining us. How important is culture to your firm? How did you extend, reinforce, and strengthen this culture during the pivot to working from home during the pandemic? I want to start there. Yeah, great question. I mean, culture has always been very intentional effort on our part. Every strategic plan we've ever had has had culture as a pillar. We really have a collection of people that are mission-driven, client-focused, service-oriented and like to work in team-based environments. And we have that group together, we can really deliver on our mission of providing financial peace of mind to our clients. Um, With a switch from work to home, it was almost instantaneously overnight. We had to learn how to serve work together differently, how to serve clients differently, how to do our jobs on a day-to-day basis uh, differently. Been really just proud of the way the team rallied together to really deliver uh, in the midst of not just the pandemic, but a bear market and a, and a deep recession during that time. So I, I think one of the things we really tried to do was intentional communication, both to clients. We started to communicate in a, in a more frequent, uh, regimented way and in different means from video to podcasts to newsletters to emails. Uh, and we did that with employees as well to keep us all connected and, and working well together to serve clients during that extraordinary time. And acquiring talent is an integral part of the success of any firm. What's been your approach to recruiting talent that mirrors and lives up to your mission and vision as a firm? You know, we've really been almost entirely, we hire young and develop from within. That way we can instill people in the culture and uh, really teach them the JIC way, the Johnson Investment Council way of serving clients. Uh, We find that if we look for people with integrity and a heart to serve and help others, uh, that they're really culturally aligned and and, uh, fit well in our culture. And and, and really that's that's differentiated for us and how we serve clients uh, in a way that they can tangibly feel a difference. Uh, We've had a lot of success uh, with internship and co-op programs of, of regional kind of Midwestern universities. Um, We've hired a lot of people that have kind of worked for us for four years, and then we get to hire someone with four years experience uh, right out of college and and they come in uh, ready to hit the ground running. So uh, lately we've really been focused on female and minority uh, co-op and internships. And that's, that's been an advance of our program as well. What would you say are the key qualities of your firm that have aided in your tremendous growth? Yeah, for us growth, is not really the goal. It's really an outcome of of fulfilling our mission and doing right by clients. It's kind of an inevitable outcome because if we're serving clients in the right way, they can't help to refer us to their friends, colleagues, and and family members. So client referrals drive our growth. Uh, That has been and is still the case. Over 90% of our of our new clients come from other clients or centers of influence, attorneys, accountants, investment consultants and the like that uh, uh, refer clients to us when they see a need. Um, You know, last year we had a tremendous amount of growth. It ended a lot better than we expected a, a year ago in terms of assets under management with the strong market recovery and really new client growth as well. Uh, Two divisions stood out for us last year. One was the family office division. We really saw uh, activity continue in 
transactions activity. So we had a lot of business owners sell businesses and have a liquidation event. And those assets came to the firm incorporated with our trust company. And then our asset management division, which is known nationally for high quality investment grade fixed income. With the market volatility we saw, there was a renewed demand for high quality fixed income managers. And we saw a lot of new assets flowing in that way. What differentiates Johnson Investment Council from other RIAs? Well, I, I certainly mentioned the people. Uh, that that's that's true. Integrity, heart to serve, that that differentiates. Um, but I would add they're very talented and credentialed as well. And 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 we push continuing education and credentials in a big way. And I I'd pair that with kind of the size of our firm. Uh, we've grown to 15 billion in assets under management, so it's allowed more specialization, more deep expertise, um, so that we can bring that to clients. Uh, we're not, we don't have people wearing so many hats that there's not a depth in in various areas, so we can truly deliver comprehensive wealth management. Uh, but we're small enough that we still have that personal touch to to uh, uh, client service for sure. I, I would say the uh, the trust company. We started an independent trust company in the mid '90s, and that's really been a tangible differentiator differentiator for us in in how we deliver comprehensive wealth management to clients. It was founded really as an extension of service for existing clients to help pass wealth in a healthy way to future generations and charities. But it's really become a front door for the ultra high net worth and business owners who want to execute and implement complex planning strategies through our trust company. And we have the creativity, flexibility, customization that we can do that for folks. I mentioned our asset management division as well. Um, it didn't used to be that unique uh, that RIAs actually managed money, uh, but we, our portfolios are comprised primarily of individual securities. Uh, we have a strong track record in high quality, large cap stocks and investment grade fixed income. So the bulk of our client portfolios are individual securities, but we complement that with, with funds and institutional share class and other managers of smaller cap, international, real assets, liquid alts and the like to kind of round out that asset allocation. Um, and then finally, I just add independence. That isn't that unusual for small RAs, uh, but very few peers our size remain independent. So uh, for us, that's key to making sure we're on the same side of the table as the client and we can take the long-term view. We started the process of becoming independent back in 2001, uh, a group of employees buying from the founder back then on a 15 year plan. And today that ownership has broadened to 42 owners, all minority, all employees, and, and we're set up to continue that independence for generations into the future. Yeah, looking at the future, what's your strategic plan for over the next three years? How has the pandemic shaped your goals and planning? Yeah, it's it's been an interesting time to do that. And we, we did a unique and novel uh, approach this time. Instead of our leadership team kind of setting the course for the next three years, we really kind of turned it loose to the entire firm. So we had 150 people uh, participating in a strategic plan and thinking how they personally and their departments could contribute to the overall firm vision and, and, and achieve that and what role they could play. It, it unleashed a lot of energy, engagement, new thinking, new ideas, new energy, and, and really new leadership uh, for some of the initiatives we're rolling out in the coming years. We've got new people, younger generations kind of at the table, ready to execute and drive forward new service initiatives, cultural enhancements, and, and growth strategies for us going forward. Looking at organic versus inorganic growth, how do you plan to grow? Tell us about those different paths. 
Yeah, uh, for us, um, mergers and acquisitions isn't big, a big part of our strategy. We just think there's too much opportunities in, or, in organic growth to really um, you know, get distracted by mergers and acquisitions. Um, and, and not to mention that with private equity money and a lot of the aggregators out there, multiples are, are kind of through the work roof for, for targets. So we, we like to do what we call our only component of, of inorganic, I would call cultural lift outs, uh, where we find one or two advisors in some of our important markets that really fit with the culture, how we serve and want to join our platform and how we approach client service coming on board. We, we had one of these in 2017, one in 2018 and one in 2019. Um, nothing last year, but we're open to that uh, to deepen our team and our markets. Turning to technology, how has your firm adapted to the rise and importance of technology tools and resources within the REA environment? Definitely a focus for a lot of firms, and it's no different for us. Uh, historically, we kind of built our own uh, system. The, the financial tech industry just wasn't very developed, uh, even 10 years ago, for that matter. And uh, so we had programmers on site that kind of build a proprietary system, Everything from CRM to portfolio accounting to trading uh, was kind of in-house. But about 10 to five years ago, we started to you know, challenge that thinking and, and really explore outside best of breed technology. And so now we've brought in uh, best of breed client relationship management, best of breed portfolio accounting system, best of breed trading and portfolio management system, financial planning software and the like. So instead of our IT talent focused on building uh, this software, they're focused on integrating it and leveraging it so that we can serve clients better and enhance productivity. Finally, Jason, you've been in business quite a long time. How have client needs and expectations changed over the years and how have you addressed those changing needs and how do you continue to provide value to your clients? Yeah, Johnson Investment Council has been around since 1965 and, and I joined the firm 27 years ago in 1993. It, it, in the early days when you sat down with personal clients, I think it was very common to spend your time talking about stocks, uh, what stocks were up or down in a portfolio, how, how the quarterly investment performance was working out. And I, I felt a transition both in terms of what we're delivering as a necessary advancement and really what clients are demanding is more of a goals-based approach. Uh, an individual stock performance is just, just a tool to get to long-term goals. So we're talking about lifetime events like retirement and planning and passing wealth to future generations and where we are in life's continuum and how, we're, how we would evaluate ourselves in terms of, is the estate plan in place? How are assets tracking to financial goals? Uh, we have a trademark process we call the Your Wealth Review, where we score clients on a variety of factors to make sure their financial lives are in order in a broad range of categories. And that's what we're spending our time on now. Where is the client on their life's journey path towards achieving their goals? And those are much deeper conversations and much more value added. We can, we can outperform a benchmark here or there, but what really makes a difference in when we're able to achieve client goals in the long run. Thank you for tuning in to Meet the RIA. Visit AssetTV.com for more financial news and information, and be sure to check out our other episodes of the Meet the RIA podcast.